unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I am good as well, and we have a special guest lined up for the show today, and I want to hop right into all the information we've got ready for the listeners. Okay, our returning champion, you may remember him from before, is Joshua Lee Henry, the high-powered copywriter and copy chief. Um, A few months ago, he gave a tremendous interview on putting together compelling leads. Today, he's back with the 10 commandments of compelling offers, and that is not surprising since 12 years ago, Joshua was a pastor for a megachurch with more than 5,000 members. It was at that time he began his copywriting career, writing fundraising letters for victims of the 2010 earthquake in Haiti. Fast forward to 2018 when Joshua started freelancing and wrote for big names, including Jay Abraham, Brian Tracy, and the Zig Ziglar Corporation. Like lots of high-performing copywriters, Joshua has moved under the umbrella of Agora, where he has written promotions that have made millions. These days, he is copy chief for Money and Markets, an imprint of Agora's Banyan Hill Company. Last time he was here, he gave us great information about leads, and I asked Joshua if he had more time he'd like to share. He has a very busy schedule, but he managed to squeeze in some time for us to talk about compelling offers. Even before that, I have something for you that is not nearly as compelling. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear in this podcast, and most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you're writing offers for in highly regulated industries like health, finance, business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Joshua, welcome back, and thank you for being here. Absolutely, David. I'm so glad to be here. Well, let's talk about offers. I know you have some points you want to make about some offers are very simple and direct, but some are not. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm just, again, so glad to be back. And I thought the leads podcast that we did was so good. I thought, why don't we just bookend that with an offers podcast, you know? And so in copywriting, oftentimes we talk about the three most important pieces of the copy are the headline, the lead, and the offer. You know, the body's kind of that in-between part that uh, doesn't always get the love and attention that, you know, the headlines and the offers get. But if you have a really good offer, if you have a really good offer, that will often overcome mediocre copy. Now, that doesn't mean that your body copy can be garbage. Your body copy has to be engaging. But if you've got a really good headline, you've got a good hook and and lead into your copy, whether, again, this is an email, a space ad, you know, or a long-form sales letter. If you've got the headline and a good lead and you've got a compelling offer, you're golden. I, I agree. Absolutely. And here's the other thing, too. Great copy will not pump up a bad offer. If the offer sucks, if people are not buying it, they don't want it, it doesn't matter how great your copy could be. So that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is, as you mentioned, sometimes 
all you have is maybe a small space ad or a classified ad or a Craigslist ad, you know, where you're paying per character count. In those cases, sometimes a good direct offer right out of the gate is the best way to say it. You know, uh, I think Jay Abraham said, you know, sometimes the best way to sell a horse is just to say horse for sale, you know, just straight to the point and direct. And so the media that you use in your advertising is going to determine to some degree what kind of offer you use the actual product or service that you're offering. And then also, you know, who your audience is, the context of the sale, all of that goes, you know, into the mix here. The other thing I want to add just before we get into this is that the more of these pieces, these 10 commandments that you can fit into your offer, the more compelling it's going to be. So do you have to use all 10 in every offer you make? Maybe, maybe not. The more that you use, the stronger it'll be. And the first thing that you have to include in your offer, the first key piece that has to go in every compelling offer is simply the what you get section. And this is really where you outline to a T features and benefits of every single piece of deliverable that your prospect will receive, both the tangible, the intangible, the, you know, the, the actual features of the product or the service, as well as the transformation that comes when they buy that service or product. And so you want to outline to a T what they get. The deliverables usually are listed out in my world of financial copy in the form of a bullet point or what I call a value stack where you bullet point list each piece of the service. You know, you're going to get 12 stock recommendations, each with the power to go up 100% this year or whatever the case may be for your own particular offer. You're going to have instant access to the um, online model portfolio to view whenever you want. You're going to get such and such report and you outline everything they get. The, the value of this is you build a value stack showing the prospect what they get and how it's going to make their life better. And you present that as cleanly and as clearly and as emotionally compellingly as possible. The other thing that you want to do here psychologically is that length implies strength. You know, that's a great copy adage. And it's what Dan Kennedy called the thud effect. You want to deliver so much value. And as you're framing this, that the value that the prospect is receiving far outweighs the price that they're having to pay, that it outweigh the value outweighs the price it's so much so that if it were a physical package that I were to drop on your desk, it would make a thud, like picture two or three old phone books hitting the desk. You know, it's so heavy that it's going to make an effect. And a lot of times just visually, when people are looking at a bulleted list of deliverables and, and they, they're seeing the MSRP or, you know, whatever the actual price is for these things listed next to it, you know, it, it does weigh on them the value. Because if you have a report that's listed at, you know, a a $99 MSRP, you know, uh, manufacturer suggested retail price, or you've got, you know, products that you're able to tie a real life price to, and you list those in the value stack. It just, again, it shows that the, the features and the benefits and the value outweighs the price. Okay. That, that's really good. And I, I just want to say it's a combination of curse of knowledge and copy fatigue that keeps people from getting into this level of detail but the prospect really needs to be shown this. So yeah, really good points. And they're going to read the offer with more scrutiny and attentiveness than they are any other part of the copy. I think they're going to, they're going to see themselves in the lead or the story of the body, and they're going to really get their reading glasses out and study the offer. Okay. What am I getting here? 
The second thing that you want to include in your offer is the price justification. Now, I often see people just throw out the price without any kind of an anchor around it. What you want to do is you want to create an anchor to that price and you want to tie it into a problem solution scenario. So one example, you know, for a business consultant might be in the offer, the consultant might say, I typically charge a thousand dollars for an hour's worth of consulting. But when you buy this new info product that I have, you're going to benefit from 30 years of my consulting expertise for a fraction of the cost. And so now you've anchored that price of $1,000 compared to an info product that might only sell for $399. And they're getting all the best of the best material this consultant has to offer. And it makes it a lot easier to frame that value because you're saying, hey, this is less than 50% of, of the cost of, of what a typical hour consultation would be. I'm getting a deal here. And that's what, that's what you want to convey to the prospect is that they are getting a deal, that it's faster and cheaper for them to buy your solution than it is for them to go figure it out on their own or for them to go piecemeal the solution by buying all these other different, you know, uh, hodgepodge of solutions to give them the, you know, the transformation that they're looking for. Another example from uh, investing, what, what I do with financial copywriting might be, you know, a single Bloomberg terminal costs $25,000 a year. But this is just one of the proprietary tools and technologies that I use in my unique investing system that you're going to benefit this year for the low price of just, you know, $7.99 to join my elite, you know, option service or whatever the case is. Yes. Yeah, that's good. And so you have to have that anchor. You have to have that price anchor. And again, it needs to be a real value if at all possible. The third thing that you should have is the payment terms. Now, the payment terms go far beyond just the price. Again, I see a lot of times people will just say, hey, here's my ebook or here's my audio recording or join my course. It's $2,000. And that's it. Well, a lot of times people are looking for options. They're looking for maybe a monthly pay versus an annual pay. Or another thing you could do is do a good, better, best option where maybe you've got the better option if you've tested it and found that that's you know, statistically significantly converting better than the good and the best option. You make the better option in the middle and you make it a little bit bigger. And in each one of those product boxes, you have listed out, again, the deliverables, the anchors for price, the what you get. And you can have that auto-selected on your, you know, if you're selling online, you can have that already auto-selected on your, uh, your cart to check out where people can see, prospects can see you've already made the best decision for them in advance and they just have to agree with it and accept it and go on from there. And so by giving them options, what you're doing is, is it's an, actually another way to anchor the price because what we've done before is we've had good, better, best, where the good and the better it's actually the same price, but with the better option, you just get so much more. And so what we've done is we've, I don't want to say inflated the value of the good, but you want to show the real value and show the discounts that are being applied for the better option. The other thing I'll say is that if you're giving people monthly options versus an annual option, the more frequency of the payment in my mind should justify a higher overall cost. And so you want to almost frame a lump sum discount if possible. And so the way that might work would be, you know, Hey, it's a thousand dollars, you know, $99 or a thousand dollars a month, or you can pay for the full year up front with a 10% discount. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So having, having those kind of payment terms listed out, you know, the other thing you want to do, I think this is very effective at minimizing refunds and chargebacks is in the offer, show what will appear on the person's credit card statement. Yeah. 
you know, here's what to look for. Here's how the charge will read. And, you know, taxes vary by county here in the States, even zip code and all that. And so sometimes you're not able to know what those are in advance. But, you know, when you send them that receipt or that that billing statement, you want to know, you want to tell them what to know to look for, you know, how will that charge appear on their credit card statement? That's going to do wonders to minimize your chargebacks. That's, that's true. And, you know, I, I, I've seen this with from small companies to giant corporations. The credit card charges are so obscure sometimes, they're almost inviting questions or even chargebacks. So, Mia, make it clear. I agree. Hey, let me ask you something. How would you like a complete copywriting course packed into a $10 Kindle book? Yeah? Then let me invite you to try Breakthrough Copywriting. It's only $10, and it's available now on Amazon as a Kindle. Breakthrough Copywriting was originally a $5,000 live seminar I held in Las Vegas. People flew in from all over the world to attend Breakthrough Copywriting. This Kindle book by the same name is a complete version of my four presentations at the seminar. If you would like to dig into copywriting basics or refresh the knowledge you already have, then you'll really like Breakthrough Copywriting. A-listers like John Carlton, Joe Sugarman, and Bob Bly give this book an A+, and you can read the reviews right on the Amazon site. This episode of the Copywriters Podcast is sponsored by Breakthrough Copywriting. Check this book out at Amazon.com today. And now, back to the Copywriters Podcast program, already in progress. And, you know, the other thing, too, is people aren't going to remember if they get their monthly statement and they're looking at something that they bought from you, you know, a month prior, they may or may not remember it, especially if your business name is different. If you have a DBA or if there's a product or something that, you know, if it appears differently, they may not remember what that is. And so by having that listed out in the offer section up front that you can refer to later on in in your confirmation copy is really good. The fourth piece. So we've got right now, we've got the payment terms. We've got the price justification. We've got the what you get. All of this needs to be in your offers, in my opinion. The fourth piece is the discount. Now, the discount can often come before the price drop and after the justification. And so an example that I have, again, from a financial promo I wrote, would be something along the lines of, now, I typically charge $10,000 for access to this elite research you know, investing service. But today... I'm sponsoring a 90% discount to allow you the opportunity to join my exclusive membership, you know, investment service for just the small price of $9.95. And what we're doing there is doing two things. You're you're framing and anchoring the $10,000 price point. You're letting them know that there's a special 90% discount that you're sponsoring. That's just something I learned from Jay Abraham is that you don't want to just give discounts because discounts can devalue your services, your offers, and your products. And you can actually train prospects to just hang around for the next discount. You know, an example would be during Black Friday, I knew that a lot of the weight equipment that I had been shopping and eyeing all year was going to go on sale during Black Friday. And so I resisted buying a thousand dollar bench press, you know, new, new, you know, flat bench to use in my home gym because I knew that it was going to go on sale. And sure enough, it did. And so you don't want to train your prospects to be looking for discounts. You don't want discount shoppers. When you frame a discount, Jay Abraham says, frame it in such a way that you're the one paying for it. I'm buying you an hour of my time. I'm sponsoring a 90% discount for you for a limited time so that you can have the opportunity to join this exclusive $10,000, you know, mastermind or investment service that I have. Yeah, that's, that's good. I, I remember Jay used to do that it's a while ago, but it, 
It's an innovation for sure. It's a good one. Absolutely. I saw an email, you know, from Ryan Levesque, a uh, internet marketer and, and founder of uh, the Ask System, and, and one of the subject lines in my inbox during the Black Friday sales, where you know, just with these asterisks and these big numbers, ninety-eight percent off with an exclamation point. Instant access to Black Friday Super Bundle. Then in parentheses, he had 48 hours only. And that was so great because in the subject line, you had the direct offer, which we talked about earlier. Sometimes the best ways is to come out of the gate with it. He also had the discount right up front. This is a 98% discount right away, limited time, two days only, 48 hours only. And so with one subject line, you know, 15, 16 words, whatever it is, you're hitting three different beats that the prospect is looking for. Also, instant, just by virtue of its meaning, it conveys an instant benefit. There's instant transformation. People don't want to buy something and then have to wait or do work for the result. They want that result immediately. So just by adding instant into your copy, a lot of times can create that desire. And that brings us to the fifth piece. The fifth piece of the compelling offer is the bonuses and the premiums. Now, this is great because the bonuses and the premiums can often push the prospect over the edge to buy. It sweetens the pot. It's that little nudge that they need to get them over whatever sales resistance or hurdle they have in their mind. And often people will buy a product or a service just for the bonuses. You want to make your bonuses as valuable. You don't want to go back and look on the shelf of things, that, you know, dud products that you've had in the past that don't really work. And, you know, a lot of times people will do that. They'll grab an old report or an old product that couldn't sell on its own and they put some new lipstick on it and they want to include it in this bundle as a premium. That doesn't work. People can usually see through that, especially if they've been on your list for any length of time. What you want to do is you want to take something that is very valuable, that your prospect already knows is valuable, that they want, something that they want, and you want to make that the bonus or the premium. It sweetens the pot. It can often be more enticing than the main offer itself. And then you can tie these bonuses to scarcity and you can tie them to urgency. You can say, hey, I've got, you know, if you have an ebook, you know, maybe you have a printed version, but you only have 500 copies of this printed version. Once these 500 copies are gone, they're gone. I'll even autograph them for you as an added bonus and write a special, you know, author's note for you if you'd like me to inscribe. But once these are gone, they're gone and they're only available over the weekend, you know, and so you create. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing I've seen people do, you can't do this all the time and you shouldn't do this all the time, but if you have an offer, your main offer, that's something people need, but maybe it's not too exciting, you can lead with a bonus, which is just something people want. And it, it gets them into the mindset of, oh yeah, I, I really need to do this other thing. I, I know that's about as vague as I could possibly make it, but I guess what I'm saying is when a bonus is more exciting than the offer, sometimes it's better to lead with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, especially if you can pair it with some scarcity and some urgency. You know, one of the examples that I grabbed from a supplement company, and this was great. This was another Black Friday offer I saw, was when you bought two months supply of the supplement, you got the third month for free. Mm-hmm. And they had you know the savings. It was a $99 supplement. Hey, you spend 200 bucks, you get you save 100 bucks. You know, I'm going to buy that third month anyway. Might as well buy this now during this special, get the discount, get the extra month bonus. There's another example I saw again. I'm I'm in the you know fitness and weightlifting, and one of the other Black Friday offers I saw was when you buy the Super Max Bench Press Manual on my website. You, I'm sorry, if you were to buy the Super Max Bench Press Manual on my website right now, it's $199. 
But when you join Iron Fitness Insiders today, you'll get instant access to the special manual for free. And so again, it's showing the anchor of the price for the manual of $199 on the website. You can go look right now and, and see that price there. Or you join, you know, this club, Iron Fitness Insiders, and you get the manual for free, you know? And, and that's the thing, I think, with bonuses, with with premiums, with discounts, you, you want to know when to use them and when to refrain. Again, going back to the discounts, I think I've seen people very effectively, Dan Kennedy comes to mind, where they play the no discounts card. Hey, no discounts, no refunds, no discounts, no refunds. You know, it's a one-time, you know, purchase, all sales final. And you can actually use that to some of your positioning and elevate your brand that way by saying, hey, do you ever see Louis Vuitton discount their handbags? Of course not. Why would I discount something this good? You know, right. and so it just, it just kind of depends on the, the market you're selling to, the business that you've built, the brand that you have. Okay. I know we're pressed for time. So before we wrap up, could you tell us a little bit about your world of financial copywriting program? We, we're going to include some info about that in, in the show notes. Absolutely. I'd be glad to. You know, financial copywriting has the reputation of being some of the most competitive and most lucrative copy you could write for. And right now in the industry, there's a lot of changes going on. But the company that I write for, Banyan Hill and uh, Agora, Agora is still very much the 800 pound gorilla in the industry. And while the markets have had a rough year in 2022 with inflation and interest rates and the bear on Wall Street, we do believe that a bull market is going to turn around in 2023. And to get ahead of that curve, we are actively training new copywriters that have never written for finance before, that have no investment experience or background, and we're teaching them how to write effective copy for financial publishers. This could be lifts, this could be advertorials, uh, lift notes or emails, and full promos, obviously, as well. And so what we've done is we've created a partnership with Kevin Rogers and the Copy Chief community to create the world of financial copywriting, where we are training uh, new copywriters, how to write financial, and we are helping find them jobs with these publishers. And again, I did mention Agora, but the opportunities go way beyond Agora. There are opportunities in crypto, in alternative investments, in land investing, in private equity and angel funds. And so venture capital is another area where we are working with these clients to hire the copywriters that we are training. And if you're at all interested in that, check out the link that David will include in the description. That's that's great. And if people want to reach you personally, uh, the email we have is Joshua Lee Henry, all, all one word in the email, it's three names, all, all one word in the email at activatemyadvertising.com. Yes? Yes, that's it, David. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joshua, for coming on. And you will, can we twist your arm and get you to come back next week? Well, he's got I, you, five more commandments. I got. I got to finish these commandments. Come on, Eric. Yeah. Okay. Awesome, man. We will see you next week. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you head over to copywriterspodcast.com. Check out more. Get subscribed so that you don't miss the return, the return of the return of Joshua Lee Henry. And we will catch you next time. See you then. Thanks, guys. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast.
This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.